For Arts and Adventure Summits, the Airwaves, this is the Ogden Arts and Adventure Show. I'm your host, Arbrand, along along with Todd Obendorfer, Oberndorfer. Let's see. Oberndorfer. Oberndorfer. Look at that. 12 years. You're getting it right. <clears throat> we are your hosts for the greatest podcast in all the land. Here with us today are our wonderful guests, and we are just getting to know Sam. Sam's new here. So Sam Crow, uh, Sam Crow Wellness, is that, did I say it? Like, what's your business name? Sam Crow Coaching. Sam Crow Coaching. That yeah. sounds bad. Okay. Yep. Sam yeah. Crow Coaching. And then we have some delinquents. Uh, <laughs> Corey, Corey with Ogden Avalanche, uh, who can just sit in the middle seat anytime he damn well wants to. So thanks, Corey, for... Yeah, you're not sitting next to him. You could say that from across the other side. That's what you say now. <laughs> handsy. Very handsy. Oh, oh, I know that. The story sure. changes by the minute. Yeah. Austin Luckett, photographer, Corey Davis, uh, Ogden Avalanche. We do have a big party that's happening on Thursday. Corey, do you want to dive into that and tell people why you're here tonight? Yes. What's this party here on Thursday? Let him, let him talk about it so that he can leave <laughs> as quickly as possible. Uh, this is our fifth annual fundraiser at this point. Um, yeah, it's a big deal. Round of applause. Yeah, on years. That one. yeah. and we yeah. skipped a year too. So it's yeah. six years really, but yeah. we skipped a year. So so five years. Yeah, yeah, five years and a Giving Tuesday. That's what we'll call it. Nice. Um, yeah, so it'll be taking place at the front. Doors open at six p.m. on Thursday. That's December first. Uh, all proceeds go to help us at Ogden Avalanche. We are a nonprofit. Uh, we provide low-cost and free avalanche education and information to people in our surrounding area. Um, yeah, and it's a great time. People really don't even understand it's a fundraiser, I think, most of the time. Because yeah, it's a party first. Fun. It's a fun... Fun... Razor. Razor. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Fundraiser. Both. Yeah. It's that's both. good. Yeah. yeah. You know, the power. if the power stays on all night, that's always a positive. We had issues last year. What happened? No, it was, yeah, it was a couple of years ago now, the power ago. Went out, but the dancing didn't stop. It never stops. Mm-mm. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then we uh, have booths from uh, a lot of local artists also, which is really fun. Um, that started a couple of years ago. And so they'll donate something for us to give away or silent auction. Um, and then they sell a ton of art too. So it's kind of become this weird meld of outdoor action sports and arts in Ogden, which matches your podcast. Weird. Weird. I don't know. I'm telling you, yeah. I think it's going to catch on. We keep doing this, yeah. Todd. You know, Corey, why did you have to start in Ogden Avalanche? For those who don't know, there is everyone knows Utah Avalanche. So why did you start Ogden Avalanche? <clears throat> so it was uh, started as a social media entity in like 15, 16 ish. Um, some friends. And I decided that we were going to start posting more information on the, the social medias. Um, and then we turned into a nonprofit in February of 2019. So congratulations. Yeah. Ben and I like got a bank account. We used to just carry the petty cash around in like an envelope, like a white envelope with a bunch of ones. Surprised you just didn't use like a rubber band. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it was bad. We lose it sometimes. Both you. <laughs> they saw both of you and you're like, yeah, our money's secure. Like it's straight up secure. But back then when we'd run the fundraiser, we'd give all the money to the UAC because we didn't have anything to do with it. So like we'd sell hats and we'd just have this envelope full of money Yeah, that I don't even know what we used it for, but... Bank account now is so grown up. I know. Nicely done. Yeah. Do you guys have a bank account? Probably. Yeah, we have a bank account. (laughs) 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 12 years, people. 12 years. Yeah, we have a big account. Oh, good work. Uh, there's not a lot in it. But there's, <laughs> I think Ogden Avalanche has more money, but that's it. That's because we're a nonprofit. Yeah. That's the key. Raking it in. Raking, mm-hmm. just like the forest. So how do, how do you, what do you do to help teach us locals here in Ogden about backcountry awareness that, uh, say, state groups can't do? Uh, so the UAC is technically a forest service entity and they don't have a forecaster or outreach person in the area. And so we just decided we were going to try and fill that gap. We still work closely with those folks down there in Salt Lake and Logan, um, more closely probably with the Logan, Toby and Paige. Um, but we're not forecasting either for most people. Um, most people understand that at this point, but we're just providing information and education. Uh, maybe at some point we'll start forecasting, but that that's a long-term goal. So, 
You know okay. what? I'm thinking. I'm thinking we should get Toby and Paige on the show sometime. You think they come down? Uh, Paige, yeah, they both come down. Yeah, Toby would ramble for hours for you. He was here last night at the observer meeting at Weber State. So, yeah. Well, we don't have hours, but we can make it work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, he'll show up. I would yeah. love to meet them both and yeah. talk about what they do up in Logan. Yeah. Yeah. You guys have a great time. But um, besides that, some of our highlight things in the winter are the B Street. Uh, Roosters B Street Speaker Series. That's a really long name. We should probably rebrand that, but uh, that takes place on Thursdays at B Street in January, February. Uh, Brandon live casts all of it for us for a free dinner. Live stream. Live stream. Sorry. It's for live cast. I mean, live cast. I mean, that's yeah. not the right just word, but I do. Throw like it out word. there and hope to catch a listener. <laughs> That's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> it works. Totally works. So We're upping some of our speakers so this year. We need year. a jar. We need like a dad joke jar. <laughs> you put a dollar in every time you say something dad and groanish. Uh, it's going right into the jar. I'm making that jar. I'm, oh, it's going to I'm not even wearing my cool shirt. <laughs> in front of that. But, yeah. yeah. We know. I'm full of dad jokes, so. What are you looking for? What's listening. Oh. Oh, that's Some, just people talking. Okay. Yeah, that's I us. thought it was another radio. That's us. Yeah. That's us. We're the ones. I'm going to crank talking. us. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So this is the biggest fundraiser for Ogden Avalanche of the year. Yes. And how else can we support you if we can't make it on Thursday? Uh, you can donate online or come to any of our events, buy a hat. Um, buy a hat. Yeah. We're, we do a lot of hat sales. Yeah. Not really, but... Um, that's really it. Show up to the events and support us. That's the biggest thing. Okay. It's not about money for us. Um, it's about creating a community and culture here in Ogden that supports uh, backcountry skiers, riders, and our professional uh, avalanche workers, the ski area workers. So that's really our goal there. Um, we also have another fundraiser on December 10th at the Arbor Lodge uh, in Eden, just down the road from Powder Mountain, and we'll be showing... Teton Gravity Research's new film Magic Hour. So, do we have staff now? Is that we have staff too? Yeah, the nonprofit. Wow, you're well, they're volunteers technically. The paid volunteers. Okay, okay. I don't know what that means, but that's how the IRS looks at them. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's an oxymoron. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of weird, but okay. The nonprofit world's weird, you know. Yeah. So paid volunteers. Yep. And they take like care it. of it. What are we missing? Anything else, Corey? No, I think that's all I have to say. So after five, six years now, what's the what's the goals? Like, what's the long term goal? Do you have like a five year goal? Do you have a one year? Uh, what What do you want to do different this year than like say last year? Last year, uh, we're most of the money we've been spending and saving over the last couple of years is going to a new website. It comes, uh, it was interesting to find out they're really expensive to create a website. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, new website is coming. Uh, we got some grants this year from Ramp. We were able to step into that. So we're adding some, like, are you beeping? They're technically, like, transceiver checker stations at some of our trailheads in the North Fork area in the county park. Um, and then, yeah, funding our B Street series. We're going to add a small podcast uh, that Brandon's going to help us with. It's going to be, like, two to five-minute podcast vlog should we give him a taste is right it now? a vlog then mm. a vlog? yeah it's called a vlog yeah oh let's go with that mm-hmm. yeah not yeah. vlog See, i yeah. actually know what i'm talking about yes but, you just but said it's it wrong, pod but yeah let's vlog, it's vlog. <laughs> let's vlog. give him a taste do you have this week's ready to go Oof. yeah Oof. we can we can run with it if we you want to run try. with it yeah okay so uh this week's ogden avalanche update by Corey davis is uh so as most people know, it snowed uh, around Halloween, and we haven't seen much snowfall since. We've had a lot of cold temperatures and uh, clear atmosphere, so no clouds uh, during the day, and it's it's rotted most of our snowpack from the surface down. Um, most places we have anywhere from, at upper elevations, 60 to 100 centimeters of snow. At lower elevations, it varies uh, by aspect, really. Um, just because of the sun melting the snow. But most of our snowpack is pretty poor at this point. Um, and then last night we added uh, anywhere from 12 to 20 inches of snow, depending on where you were in the Ogden Mountains. Um, and so we're going to see increase in avalanche danger. Um, they're seeing that in the Salt Lake area with more snow. Um, and we're going to see it up here with continued snowfall through early December, hopefully. So that's, and then, that's what we're going to see. Avalanche danger rising to considerable and probably high 
okay. as we get into early December. So that's your weekly update. Good job, Corey. Hey, yeah. this is uh, so this is yeah. Todd. So I'm, I'm Todd. This I'm a first time <laughs> listener to the the new show here. Um, the, yeah, the really. I just show. took over and your so, show. Uh, no, the new Avalanche show, and I and I'm liking what I'm hearing so far. That's really good information. Uh, I did notice that you refer to uh, snow in centimeters, and I and I'm curious about that. Like, what <laughs> is, is this a is this a choice across the board? Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> Have we made the switch? Have we finally made the switch? Uh, depending on uh, where you are in the world or in the United States, we work in feeders, so all of our uh, weather stations here. In North America, work in uh, the Imperial system, and so like all of our snow measurements come in inches, inches of water, that sort of stuff. Um, but when we go out and do field measurements, we measure it in metric, and so and then we mash them together. So it's a really good science, Todd. <laughs> it's loose. <laughs> Thanks and for fast. clearing that up for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Loose right. and fast, just yeah. like we do this show, Todd. Amen to Amen that. Amen to that. Yeah. Thanks, Corey. Appreciate it. Thank you. All so right, where, where will we, we be able to listen oh. to these little updates? Uh, it's going to be on your show is what I was told by Brandon, but it might not be there. Here, but I think we'll also do a separate account for Ogden Avalanche. Yeah. So you'll hear it once a week on Ogden Arts and Adventures show, but also Ogden Avalanche will carry. We'll carry. It. We'll so have like the yeah. thingy that you can like click on. The thingy Brandon that told you can me. click on. Yeah. It's his link. own podcast. It's like a link. Yeah. He's going to set it up. Yeah. I don't have, I have no clue. Don't be in charge of the new website. I couldn't tell by the way you said the thing that you click on. Yeah. <laughs> Spotify. <laughs> Bonafide. Thank you very much. Oh, my gosh. All right, Sam. Help us out here. Uh, mm. I don't know if there's much hope for y'all. No, I've got to change Sam Crow Wellness to coaching here. So what do you coach? I'm a holistic mountain coach. So it is a self-proclaimed title because there is no such thing as what I Wait, do. Wait, what did you go to school for? I... I have a health coaching certification and I'm a okay. guide and I'm meshing the two worlds together. Okay. So where'd you guide? Um, mainly the Wasatch. So okay. little and big Cottonwood Canyon. Um, I guide with inspired summit adventure up there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So how's it going so far? It's going good. It's, it's going it's, good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, plan on getting my airy instructor training course this winter as well. So good. instructing some avalanche courses. So maybe I'll yeah. hook up with Corey here yeah. soon and maybe teach some. Corey, I, I got avalanche someone center. for you. <laughs> <laughs> you two can talk centimeters together. <laughs> Possible paid volunteer. <laughs> paid volunteer. That's oh, what I'm going under. Oh, okay. Very good. Uh, so how do you, market how do you get people to find you like how's how's that struggle working that is the question yeah this find podcasts like things. this is millions of millions, millions of listeners millions <laughs> worldwide well worldwide's true but don't you dare about. underestimate our loyal fans that's true, that's true. dozens yeah, yeah but mainly on instagram um okay. i have a website and then um other what's the handle so we can all follow you uh at sam crow coaching okay everything's pretty much sam crow coaching so you can go to yeah. samcrowcoaching.com at sam crow coaching on instagram and sam crow coaching at gmail.com so take me through this like how out of shape can i be and still participate in your program Ooh, i don't know if i'd invite you <laughs> good, <laughs> good answer good, yeah no you can be that's the whole point of actually my coaching here is because I think a lot of times we put backcountry skiing and splitboarding and mountain biking and all these outdoor um, exercises and way of playing in the mountains into these really gnarly buckets, mm -hmm. right? Of like, you have to be like um, Jeremy Jones or like... Or why go out. Or why go out. Yeah. Dude, if you're not going hard, you're not going. <laughs> Corey knows. Yeah, yeah. dude. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> I can tell. Yeah. Okay. So is that hard to, do you do work on like the psychology side a little bit to help people get going? A little bit. So originally I was going to school to become a, a psychologist and quickly decided not to do that. Oh, really? I'm not good in school. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, but as I was like, diverging into the outdoor realm um i still had some of that education and then when covid hit i got my health coaching certification 
And um, that surprisingly has a lot more to do with mindset than it does with nutrition. Yeah. Because a lot of times when people are like trying to make these habit shifts in their life or try something new, what's holding them back is usually their beliefs or sure. what they, yeah. you know, perceive that they can achieve. Okay. Can you give us like one hack? Ooh, one hack. I mean, there's probably a subset in the whole system and everything, but mm -hmm. I don't know. Is there any thing that you just tell people off the cuff necessarily? <laughs> like get your shit together, sort yeah, of. Yeah, like. that's a good one. <laughs> Something about bootstraps. Come on, <laughs> get your ass off the ground. <laughs> yeah, something. That's like that. often what I tell my clients. Just <laughs> get yourself <laughs> off the ground. I don't want to see any of those tears. <laughs> but, Come on, there's fan. no crying. I know, but I one of my favorite shows is dodgeball. So it's. Oh. You can dodge a wrench. You can yeah, dodge yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway, mm -hmm. but I don't. I'm hoping you don't take that strong of approach. But you never know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it works for people. I don't know. Tough <laughs> love does work sometimes. It yeah. does, and everybody needs a little bit of that sometimes. But most of the time, they're already giving themselves enough tough love. Yeah. So, what are you finding is is working? What are you, what are the type of clients that are finding the best out of your services? Yeah. So um, the type of clients that I work with the most closely are people who are looking to get into the backcountry ski um, world and mountain biking world. And maybe they've even been in it for a few years, but are hitting a plateau of some sort. Um, so what is working the most with them, honestly, is me asking some really fucking good questions and them coming up with the answers on their own. And I know that sounds kind of like what is your job even then if you're just asking questions and they're giving the answers but honestly people don't ask themselves the questions very often of like hey why do you think you've hit this plateau right now and most of the time they fucking know they're like uh because i'm pushing myself too hard because my career is draining me because i don't prioritize my nutrition i don't prioritize my health in any shape or form and it's like okay let's start at step one yeah well the uh, these types of sports too they're they're individual. They're not team sports, and they're not necessarily sports. Well, sometimes they can be team, I guess, high school, mountain biking and stuff, but um, most of the time they're individual. Um, so you get a lot of support around team sports. You, you get, you like, the team um, sports worker outer guy coaches and all that kind of stuff you know the yeah. fans yeah i wish no. Corey had a mic right now no. we were just oh, hearing giggles on the side yeah. no. brandon does ball sports as <laughs> you can tell all the ball sports i love them but you, you can you can have support around that where i think if it's an individual person trying to get better at like what like climbing mm -hmm. mountain biking Back at your, like that's you're on your own. Like who do you where do you go and who do you ask? A coach, I'm guessing. A coach. Yeah. See, look yeah. at this. This Bam. is where Bam. being accountable to somebody else is probably a good thing, right? 100%. That's the big deal. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So inherently with group sports, there is a community, right? Like you are set up with a group of people that have the same goal as you do, and you're all working towards that together. Backcountry skiing and splitboarding is arguably a group sport because it's really hard to do that on your own safely all the time. Um, but you do need to be able to put yourself out there and get yourself going and like motivate yourself to get out there daily or not daily sorry that's too much but weekly at least to kind of get your feet on the snow and understand what's going on and know what the snowpack is doing it is a very self-motivated sport sometimes okay so what here's the arguments mm -hmm. Ar arguments are you just got to go out and do do it like all the time like you said maybe not every day but four or five days a week and then you'll get better versus also adding like uh a gym or a gym or some sort of resistance exercises to that program. Do you need both? What's your answer? Yeah. And I wouldn't say that you even need to get out there four to five days a week. Um, like once to twice a week is really good. And then tuning into the Ogden Avalanche Center for your weekly updates on what the snow is doing. Bam, she's good. Wow. <laughs> Tell you what? Yeah. We'll help hey, you out. Volunteer, okay. right? uh, we need board members. <laughs> it's true. It's true. The yeah. Brandon's going to fill the president. So if you want to be the president. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Oh man, can I be the treasurer? Can I have the envelope of white or the white envelope well, of money? That's my job, but yeah, you can have it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, getting your feet on the snow and kind of understanding what's going on for yourself is super important. Um, so yeah, if you're able to get out there in the mountains for one to two long days outside, 
awesome. And then if you can get into the gym, I, I honestly don't go to the gym. I do all my strength training at home. That's the easy button for me. That's how I make it happen. Make it, you know, going to the gym is a big effort for me and I'm very intimidated by the gym scene and everything like that. But if you can find a routine that you can get done at home and just make it really easy on yourself, I find there's more consistency within that. Um, about three days a week. It doesn't mm. take a lot. Yeah, interesting. And it's like a half hour to 40 minutes of strength training, not like two hours of CrossFit. Sure, sure. How many clients have really big objectives or is it mostly just trying to get better at like the daily, daily weekly, going out and about, having fun? Mm-hmm. I would say about half have really big objectives and the other half were really working on reframing their beliefs and daily lives in general. So um, with the holistic mountain coaching, it could even be like holistic mountain life coaching hmm. in a sense. Yeah. Corey, do you need some of this in your life? I mean, my house looks really Pinteresty. It's fine. Wow. What does that mean? I have lots of these lights. <laughs> so he doesn't so need a coach because that's what I would coach. do. <laughs> wow. If you have string wow. lights, you made it. Oh. They're expensive. If you go to Amazon, they're like 25 bucks or something. So, yep. Yeah, these yep. are the good ones. These yeah. are the Edison bulb style looking things. She knows. Yes. Yeah. She has her shit together. Yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. String lights. That's how you know. You know what I want? I, I want to hope that you have in your coaching group is a hardcore snowshoer. Do you have any hardcore <laughs> snowshoers? Because <in> <laughs> Brandon is one. Because <laughs> if not, I could be. You, yeah, my hardcore could, snowshoer? Yeah. Cool. No, I'm looking for somebody to fill that spot, actually. So, okay. <laughs> you could be one of our influencers. Mm -hmm. I could give you a Summit Sister hat. Summit Sisters. I'm digging this already. Yep. This mm -hmm. is good stuff. Uh, okay, this is good. This, Todd, what, you have questions. I can no, tell. No, that's just me shaking my head. Okay. That's you. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, so does the coach have a coach? Uh, I have a business coach because this shit is hard, running your own business. And, like, I'm sure you guys understand that, yeah. too, like running your own podcast. It is I'm, – I'm a solo solo coach so I'm by myself a lot um, within the business world and so a business coach is what I work primarily with right now and a, and a therapist <laughs> therapist is good I think this show could use a therapist to mm. tell you the truth yeah. mm -hmm. so we, is that a new collectively yeah is that a new segment of the, I can fill that spot it's too. not about you were literally the last person I would have <laughs> <laughs> we're really close to the bottom really really close to the bottom are you saying I'm close to rock bottom or <laughs> I think you're revealing a lot more about yourself than we need to. We don't even have to say anything. He's got string lights. He, he's what what he he knows everything. Yeah. I just love the distraction of the string lights. I'm That's still trying to connect. Squirrel. Too. It's just yeah. squirrel. There's no connection, Sam. It's just don't a bright know. shiny object. Literally a bright shiny object. Yeah. That's all it takes with this guy. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this is wonderful. So, what are your goals for uh, for the winter? Just personal Ooh, goals. Personal goals. Yep. Um. So I just moved to Ogden in June. So um, from. Park City. It's From not Park very City. far, but um, my husband and I bought a house down here in Ogden and have been scoping out the mountain bike trails and the backcountry ski areas, which uh, there is a lot of mapping and like how to's for little and big cottonwood. There is not as much for northern. Trying to keep it that way? And I okay. I was just going to say, and I kind of fucking love it. It's like very exploratory yeah. and you're yeah. like, I don't know what I'm getting myself into yeah. right now. Um, but so scoping out more of the northern Wasatch here and then working my way up to Logan. Um, and let's see, I did have one other one. It's not coming to my mind right now. What brought you to Ogden? Uh, buying a house. A house, yeah. What are you saying about that? Housing is super affordable in Park City, or literally anywhere. I mean, honestly, you're just barely getting into Ogden when it's just in any way affordable. So, yeah, your timing's good. I, I, I hope so. I don't know. I Now's not so. the time to buy a house at all. So, no, it's not. The fact that you found something well, well played. But we did, and we're in the game now. So, that's, you know, kudos to us. Yeah. We're, we're making it happen. Okay. So, immediate comparisons between the two. How long have you been in Ogden? Um, Ogden since June. Since June, okay. And so, meaning conveniences that maybe they didn't have in Park City or things that you're missing in Park like City? Like a Del Taco? Oh, yeah. Del Taco's very, very popular here. <laughs> That's, yeah. I'd love Del Taco. What are you loving fact, about Ogden, I should say? 
What am I loving about Ogden? Honestly, the exploratory aspect. So yeah. it, everything isn't as mapped as in like, you know, you don't see a million people out on the trails out here or out in the mountains. Like when you're in Park City, you are constantly getting off your bike. You are constantly like worried about other people above you on the skin track and just making sure like you have to be not in your own world. You're very much out of like the flow of things. In Ogden, I feel like I've been able to get in the flow more just because there is less people on the trails. There's less people on the mountains. And I really, really love that. Oh, that's what we hear. That's nice. I think that those maps that you're asking for are available, but not until you've been here a year. So once you've been here a year, all those maps, it's, it's a thing to sort of weed out that first little bit of time. There you get a pin. Oh, so excited. Yeah. June twenty. So June's coming up pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> There is a waiting period on, on the maps. Yeah, yeah. It's like a probation oh, type thing. Probation. Yeah, exactly. I feel like everybody knows about this joke except for me right now. No, this is all new, brand new. This is, <laughs> speaking of, what's your, how do you know when you made it? Coaching goals. Like, you're like, you know what? Huh? I'm on That's top of the mountain. Question, Coaching yeah. goals. Like within my business? Yeah, what you want to do. Yeah. Mm. Oh. Well, financially supporting myself would be the first one. That's a good step. Yep, that is the first step. That's but step. honestly, um, I don't know if there's like a stopping point, like to where I've been like, okay, I've made it and this is where I want to like end things. But my vision with Sam Crow coaching is to be able to reach out to people all over the United States. So I do a lot of virtual coaching, which sounds weird, especially with mountain biking and backcountry skiing, but there's a lot to be taught just via video. Is it safe to do that on a bicycle? Oh yeah. <laughs> Set up your little iPad right there on the handlebars. <laughs> I have a lot of recorded content that I share with my clients. It's all video. It's all video. <laughs> Real life Peloton. Oh, I want to see that so bad. Oh. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Figure that out. Yeah. yeah. It sounds so dangerous. Yeah. I'd be down. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, shit. I forgot the question. I did too. <laughs> Way to go, Todd. This is what happens. Threw us but I can teach a lot us. online via video that I'm yeah. as pre-recorded, not recording in action. Mm. Yes. Well, I'm glad you took advantage of the virtual, especially because it was kind of thrown it at us but i think a lot of people have thrived and prospered and you know we're just going to integrate it into their business or their lives i certainly you know <laughs> it's it's part of my job now for sure well you had to yeah 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 and honestly it's allowed me to connect with so many more people than i would have ever thought possible it is it was a super dark time when we were locked up and weren't able to get together in person and like see people and touch people and just be around people. Um, but it also, I think, was this really cool aha for a lot of business owners of and like employees like, oh, we could do this from home and reach so many more people and be connected with so many more people and like really spread um, the messages far and wide. And it doesn't have to end with in-person events in your local area. Sam Crow coaching on all the things, right? On all the things. So we can find you Sam, just search Sam Crow coaching. Mm -hmm. Anyone, even me. Yeah, even you. Okay, yeah, of okay. course. Brian. Okay. Well, I mean, if you know it, how to use know. technology. Yes. Th yes. Well, there's that part. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Sam. Welcome to the club. Yes. You're here now. Now you know all the people. Yeah. So this is good. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. This is. Great. You're welcome anytime. <laughs> Honestly, you can say just swing by. <laughs> me too. Uh, what if I not made it You already clear? have the lights. So you don't need this. Oh, my gosh. Uh, okay, well, I guess... I have a feeling these lights are going to be gone. Stay home with your back. string lights, okay? Yeah, that's really funny. In, insert Pinterest. <laughs> so we're looking for a way to make money as business owners here, apparently. And Austin's the only one who does. <laughs> so let's hear from Austin, shall we? Tell us how it's sure. So Austin's a local photographer and printmaker. Printer? Printmaker? Printer? Well, I'm an artist working <clears throat> with other artists. That's artist yeah. who works That's with other artists. That's the way I look at it, I guess. And if you have an iPhone and would like to send your iPhone photos to Austin, he would love to take a look at those. All day. Every day. Yeah. That's an inside joke, Austin. Please tell him the punchline because really he doesn't want to see your iPhone. No, no. but t talk about that. So you're you're a photographer first, and, and I want to know how you make like how you make all, how you make all your money because you're loaded. And then how do you? <laughs> and then and then what's up with the? How come the iPhone hasn't made anything we can print on metal yet? Why isn't that a thing? 
Well, it'll be automatic eventually. You just, you know, like, so the it's new a iPhone. app setting? Yeah, it's yeah. an app setting. So, like, the new, you know, 14 Pro Max, like, if you want to be Steven Spielberg, you just push a little button that says cinematic on it, but I think yeah. it just turns you to Steven Spielberg. So, it does everything for you. But right now, you can't do that. No. No. Okay. No. Okay. So, you came to you came to Utah with high, aspira- high aspir- aspirations? Aspirations and that's a sudden sound. Or, hopes or altitude. Hopes high altitude sure. of making it big as a what? Well, I mean, I came here to do photography. I started out with my iPhone, so I think you know there's okay. a there, so I, iPhone is great for creating compositions because you kind of have to zoom with your feet a little bit. Um, now you can like you know you got your two time zoom. That's pretty nice. Mm-hmm. But you you work on your compositions. That's what I did. Mm-hmm. And then uh, go out and get a good camera, and then you can print big if you want. So Okay. So how did you make that a business? How do you make money? Well, part of what I do is work with other artists, work with other photographers. So, there, I mean, I'm one photographer, but there's a yeah. lot of other photographers out there that yeah. want to know how to do that. So yeah. I work with them to get that done. So a lot of the local community comes to me. I have some really awesome clients here, local. There's some, there are some incredible photographers here, local. And your clients are because you print for them. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. And you do mostly metal printing. Yeah, I specialize in metal printing. Okay. I'm just doing your job for you. So <laughs> you're, uh, what's, your what's the benefit print? of metal? What's I the benefit like, of metal? He's like, pull the teeth here. <laughs> yes, metal. So I mean, Iron Pine Printing, Iron Pine. Iron Pine dot company. Iron Pine dot co- company. On the web. Yeah. Iron, Iron dot Pine on Instagram. Yeah, follow it, me there, please. Yeah. Please follow me. Okay, Todd, go for it. Yeah. Uh, d- benefits, talk to us about metal printing. Why? The benefit of the metal is that it's ready to hang. Uh, it's a it's a hard substrate, so you know a lot of times people are dealing with frames and glass, and oh, this doesn't match my furniture. No, you don't have that. You just you print it. It goes on the wall. It it reflects light really well. So people are like, "Wow, is that backlit?" I get this comment all the time. Is that backlit? Yeah. No, it's metal. Like because it looks like that's that not how metal works. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so you you mentioned we have phenomenal photographers locally here, and yeah. we do. Oh, yeah, yeah. But what do you do to the photos in post before you print to metal? Because is there do you have to pull sharpness? Like how do you like what do you do before you? Print I'm to looking metal? for sharpness. So if there's a photo that's sharp, if it's not sharp, I usually go back to the client. And I say this photo's not sharp. I mean, I'm only going to print sharp stuff mm-hmm. of mine. But if other people, I. I'd say, is this, you know, do you want to come take a look at this? Yeah. I've had people say, oh, sorry, that was the wrong photo. That wasn't the right one. Mm. So sharpness is important. Um, and I bring out the shadows so that it it does. It, it just glows. It pops, they say. Yeah. Why don't you talk about that beautiful photo behind you there? Oh, yeah. That's not that is, metal. That is, that is not metal, but that is uh, a photo of Brandon Duck. So another phenomenal photographer right thank here. You. Thank you. Thank look you. At, look, at the, look at this stuff right here. Mm-hmm. All over. I didn't, print All over. The, I didn't print that. Uh, no, but you did print that, and that is on soundboard, which is Yeah, it's on soundboard. So, but you, so you're not just metal. I mean, you can do other things. I can do all kinds of stuff, but only <laughs> for you. Just you. No one else. <laughs> no, you're open to I don't know. <laughs> I'm not. Jeez. No. I'm not that special. Please, what is going on? What happened to this podcast, Todd? <laughs> so, have you always been into photography? Let's get this little. We'll, we'll, we'll tighten it down. No, he was music down. first. Yeah, music. Um, I did. I worked in a recording studio in Los Angeles for a while. Before that, I was a uh, landscape architect. So I went from landscape architecture. I worked in a, a recording studio. I really Wait, you got a name drop? Any big p- famous people you were in the recording studio with you? Um, Post Malone. <laughs> Post Malone. <laughs> yeah, he's my bro. Yeah, we, we we work together all the time. Um, I mean, you know, it, it, it that happens. I mean, you know, like you just I did a lot of voiceovers and stuff too when I was first starting. Let's so. hear one. Like yeah. Anne Hathaway was one. She was. She Wait, was you can do an Anne Hathaway voiceover? No. She oh. did it. I recorded it. <laughs> That's, that, I was like, <laughs> I'm a, uh, this is going to be good. No, I don't, I don't, I don't do impressions. Really I don't good. do impressions. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Unless it's, oh. A, unless it's a pirate. Ahoy, matey. Okay. That's, that's what That was got. absolutely horrible. There's my pirate oh, that was really good. Oh. <clears throat> but now you make a living Arg. as a photographer and a pr- So what do you do on the photography side? 
what do I do? I take photos. I go out there and take uh, photos. Who pays you? How do you make money doing that? I do events. I mean, yeah. either I go out. I mean, okay, I go out and I take photos, cool stuff. I mean, I don't get paid for that unless I print it and sell mm -hmm. that fine art. That's my fine art metal printing. Okay. I have photos of Ogden, Snow Basin. A lot of it's local. People want local stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I don't do a lot of travel photos. I mean, you know, people here. The Hawaii ones are awesome looking, though. You took some it, good shots over there. If if people want that, I'll, I'll print it for sure. Yeah. But a lot of people want local, you know, local stuff. So that's what I do. Um, but I get hired to do events. Um, I do mostly outdoor events like Goal Fund or Goal Foundation doing uh, their bike races, marathons, stuff like that. There's an event Thursday I heard of. Yeah, there is. We should you, at the front. You yeah, gotta go there. It's gonna yeah. be amazing. The dancing will not stop. Even if the music stops, dancing dancing will. never stops. Yeah, never stops. Yeah. I've been there. <laughs> and so when you're hired for those outdoor events, uh, they pay you to take photos for, say, a three-day event. Say it's for OFOM or something like that, right? What's, what do you have to, like, what's your side of the deal? Like, what, are, what do you need to have for them by the time of the end of the festival? Um, a lot of photos. Um, but, oh, yeah, OFOM. But, I mean, you've, oh, you've already gone through those, chosen some of your favorites. Yeah. You leave some of that up to them to decide. No, I give them every, I give them pretty much almost, I just go through and I pull out the stuff that's not in focus or whatever. So I go through, and I'm not going to give them, I take a lot of photos during that event um, for OFOM, uh, you know, their music festivals and stuff. So I'm going to give them, pull out what I like, what I think is a good photo, um, they're going to use that for their marketing. Um, and that's the fun, that's fun, fun stuff. And that's music. And, and, and the way I look at it is those musicians are up there working hard and the Ophon people are working so hard to put on this event. I want to work that hard to make sure that I show that event. At the yeah, best make them look possible. good. Yeah. Yeah. So I go out there and work. Yeah. It's work. I walked a marathon. I saw you sweating. Yeah, I, I walked a, I walked 20 something miles, 26 miles during the Oph last Ophon. Wow. And then do you follow through after that? Do you see, I mean, do they use it for marketing? Do they use it for sort of their archives of the events? Do you know if they sell them to the artists themselves? No, they don't. I mean, they use it for their own purposes um, for marketing or, thing, you know, things will come up through the year and, you know, I'll get tagged like, you know, uh, an artist, you know, gets a recognition or something that was on the stage. And I took a photo of that artist. So they will repost the photo and say, congratulations to this artist or something like that. So and that helps you get gigs, I'm sure. I mean, that's just kind of a yeah. word of mouth thing. Probably. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, because you do some work in the building over here for Oka, don't you? For Oka, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I love their events. They're so yeah. fun. What? I'm as good as Vinny. I'm just saying, I'm just as good as Vanessa. Oh. Oh, got you. Yeah, you're, you are. We, you are. Better looking, too. <laughs> <laughs> what is Oki? Oka. Oka. Ogden Contemporary Arts, right here in front of yeah. the Monarch. Their executive director, her name is Vanessa. And so I, I think we're having a, a one way battle, which one's better looking. It's a little bit of nonprofit. Uh, nonprofit yeah. battles going on something yeah i'm not really sure local nonprofit battles yeah I didn't that's even know a that new podcast a we don't need that's uh. <laughs> yeah we throw out oka and we're like what's that yeah it could be like celebrity boxing remember that MTV? oh that was actually yeah that might might work okay austin we can find all your stuff and if we need now we not we got to make sure we have a good quality sharp print to send to you but it's iron pine right you're iron pine on most things yeah uh, ironpine.company is the website and then you can reach out through Instagram or anything like that but just going straight to the website is the best okay what do and you got I coming up what do you got coming up anything well I, I do want to talk about you know I've got a space here in the Monarch yep. so I have studio number 40 so come on in and check it out um, but I also have another workshop over on yeah, Washington fiction. Boulevard We're fiction. Talk about I've got to yeah. talk about fiction yeah. so that's a collaborative workspace that we have going on over there um, we've got letterpress over there. We've got a uh, flower shop. We've got paper making. And uh, wait a second, some of those artists sound familiar. Yeah, like you, they used to be neighbors. They used to be here, but they used to be neighbors. We, uh, I would call that uh, an incredible success story. What you yeah, it was. It's it is awesome, and it's a fun it's a fun working environment. Um, and then you know we're working. We also have some 
Weber Fridge is in the, is behind us where if someone needs to come and get food, so we've got uh, so, some community. That's new. Yeah. yeah, that's a cool thing. So I want to let people know about that, that yeah. um, you can donate food right behind uh, 2717 Washington Boulevard. You can donate food. People can come pick that up. There's canned food. There is a, a, a refrigerator that has milk and another goodies in there. So come grab that if you need a meal. That's awesome. Especially during the you know the winter now, it's pretty yeah. cold out there. But can you also make donations there too? Yeah, you can make donations, and people Drop come pick food. up food. So I did. I, like I did want to let people know about that too. And you're someone's usually there, right? So people could just drop by Fiction and then look, grab your card or something. Because uh, are you there more than at the Monarch? In other words, if someone's trying to find, you. I'm there working. Yeah. Okay. So we're 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 our typical hours are probably you know somewhere between eleven and four. There's somebody there okay. usually before and after, but that's a little hit and miss. Okay. Awesome. Thanks, Austin. And then you'll also be there for the art stroll? I will be here for the art stroll. So, so I do we'll the art stroll you. here, yeah. So. Yeah, he's selling stuff. Here. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's right. Come, Come buy some. Ski. I got custom ski, ski, sign, ski signs. Can't talk right now. Or ski signs. <laughs> I get so excited about my ski signs. That's good, yeah. Right? That's what I'm so, saying. You do I other always, stuff. So you even come get, get like a ski sign. I got snow basin maps. shots. I've got working on relief maps of uh, yeah. of uh, Utah. Yeah, those so, are cool. I don't know. There's just I, I'm I'm an artist. I make stuff. So is that the map I need? That is the map you need for it's sure. Yeah. June, you have access to that. <laughs> it's like a, June 2023. It's a key. <laughs> it's a key. You, you, oh. Todd, you got arts news? Not really, but I do Not have. Really. <laughs> I thought we would chat just a little bit about um, some movies that have been filmed here in Utah. Okay. Um, because, you know, I'll talk about the the Sundance Film Festival. We talked yeah. about Slam Dance not long ago. But uh, I don't know. Do you guys know that, you know, there's a lot of movies that are filmed in Utah? Mm-mm. There's yeah. a few that I know of. but um, And so I, I have a small list. Um, for the most part, this he keeps time it in his year, back pocket. <laughs> it's a small list. That's yeah. a small, crinkly piece of paper, Todd. Yeah, I think for oh, the most part, wow. um, you'll find this time of the year the bread and butter for Ogden is uh, um, holiday Hallmark Lifetime movies. Mm, um, my favorite, personally. And so, any outdoor mountain scene um, might be Aspen in the movie, but it's almost always, you know, Park City, Utah, yeah. if they can afford it. Yeah. Ogden a lot. Your Valley. Um, <laughs> and then most of those winter movies are always shot in like the dead of summer too. And so if you ever are on 25th Street and you see, you know, 25th Street shut down a little Snow bit. Snow. them filming. In July. They'll spread. I have seen that. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. It's wild. It's very, very common. Yeah. So I have some colleagues over on uh, Jefferson. Their houses have been used. You know, they'll rent out the space for a week or two, you know, however long the filming is. And so... So this so per- are they just sweating in their winter clothes in the it's middle so of summer obvious. in Austin? It's so obvious because they're bundled up and yeah, yeah. But it adds to it's Hollywood magic. It is Hollywood magic, but sometimes the magic isn't. It doesn't run real deep. Like you can tell <laughs> that it's there's a budget and we kind of you work with what you have type of thing. Okay. But uh, fake snow's fake snow, and I think that you'll see a lot of it in those Hallmark movies, including a couple. Um, I think I found a couple. I'm so happy you're pimping Hallmark movies. This is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the bread and butter for the season. Do they the have season. their own channel now? Don't they have like a Hallmark? There's channel? Hallmark, oh, for there's a Lifetime. Time, yeah. uh, there's another, if those weren't, you know, if, if those weren't enough. family friendly yeah. enough, there's okay. new ones because those got too edgy. Okay. Um, <laughs> there's, a, there's other networks for that. I just learned about that recently, so that's awful. Um Non-nuclear families. Okay, so I'm looking down the list of uh, f- of films in Utah. Too edgy. <laughs> Too edgy. And there was a couple of seasonal ones that I want to hit on. There's one. Do you remember Lindsay Lohan? She used to be really popular. Yeah, she's back. She got it. She's yeah, that's work. edgy. Lindsay that. She, well, she kind of is. Isn't yeah. she? What yeah. Mean Girls? She's back yeah. again. She was it for a while. She ran into some trouble as those... It girls do. They do sometimes. <laughs> yeah. She survived it, which, yeah. let's be honest, probably surprised all of us. Yeah. Couldn't have been just me. And so she's back. She she actually looks pretty healthy, I would say, if I'm just going to be kind of judgy. She looks pretty good. Um, <laughs> I want to get the name of this film right because she she has a Hallmark one. And it's Wait, not so L- Lindsay's in a Hallmark film? Yeah. Okay. 
Um, that I'll is cr- literally back from the dead. Corey knows it. He's just holding out. Yeah, right? talk for a second because I'm going to find it here. Okay, well, well I'll give you. Oh, go ahead. I think Sam. Yellowstone was actually filmed in Park City area too, which is. And I know that's not a film, but fuck yeah, Yellowstone. Oh, Yellowstone's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, most of it was in Ogden. No, Ogden. <laughs> they filmed it all over. They yeah. built a soundstage just for Yellowstone that was outside of Park City. Mm-hmm. And then I think uh, they did move up, you know, to Montana for a lot of it. But uh, there's a chance Kevin Costner's back um, and filming a couple another, you know, big, big budget epic ones in Utah. He loves Utah. Like, he loves Utah. But that was season three. Yellowstone was done here. Let's say that it was a Christmas something. They all have Christmas in the title. That's a Netflix film. Um, the Christmas something? Yeah. Lindsay oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah. Netflix. That on my See, Netflix that wasn't even on. See, look at me. I got the... Oh. Don't look for it on uh, Hallmark. You're going to have to go straight to Netflix for that, which means that it's being it's been seen by millions of people. Yeah, Lindsay Lohan on Netflix. Yeah. It's called Falling for Christmas, Todd. Falling Thank you for Falling Oh, thanks, Christmas. Corey. Did you Thank you, Google. I probably missed it. Anyway, we're going to provide a it's link. That giant tablet. He couldn't find it on that. Oh, that's why. I was looking under 2020. <laughs> Falling for Christmas. Thank you very much. The Holiday Stocking is a Hallmark one. Christmas with the Campbells. That's an AMC Plus one. So that's... Uh, you got to pay for that. That's also um, swearing. Oh, it's a little oh, bit more adult. Oh, that one actually oh, looks quite good. Christmas with the Campbells. Haul out the holly. Oh. oh, I think we could probably guess the plot of that one as well. Hallmark I was thinking Channel. dump trucks and a lot of holly. Falling for Christmas is available now on Netflix, like you said. Um, and then there's a lot of cooking shows. Holiday Wars. I don't even know what that oh. is. Those are awesome. Cozy those are, Christmas those, those Inn. Those are awesome. Yeah. yeah, we do that in our house. Regularly. Destined yeah. at Christmas. Oh, on Great American Family. That must be the name of the streaming one that was too. Because Hallmark was yes. too edgy, they started... Uh, great, great American okay. Family. Great so yeah, this the girl was from... Lindsay Lohan filming in Ogden? Um, I think that this was all Park City, your old home, and, um, and Salt Lake. I think that, that those were the resorts. I think it was supposed to take place during Aspen, um, and so that's the... They, they did the Dumb and Dumber route. If you remember, Dumb and Dumber was, takes place in Aspen, but I, I remember having a job. Did we, did we talk about this at some point? We'll reference episode number... Whatever. 17 years yeah. ago. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I remember seeing that wagon with the ears. The dog van. Yeah. Driving around town. <laughs> it was the great. In Park thing. City? It was in Salt Lake City. Yeah. Oh, Salt Lake. Yeah. Yeah. They filmed a lot in that Salt Lake. And so, so anyway, I'll include that nice long list, but just know that, you know, if you see some snow, there's a good chance it's our own snow in the backyard. You got options. Corey, what were you going to say? Did it have to do with snow? I had to do something with uh, Park City and Lohan, and she's been there before or something, because I'm pretty sure she went to rehab there. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Different facilities. Different, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Similar, but different. Maybe yeah. she was she was scouting. She was scouting before <laughs> to come back now at a better time and a better place. But she is in a better place now, if you were concerned. I was. She's okay. my favorite. I met that. I'm younger than you, Todd, and so that's like my, I looked up to Lohan. That's your role model. That tells me a lot. Mean Girls. Yeah. Mean Girls. Mean Girls was great. That was an excellent movie. What she wasn't it? a mean girl. She was a good girl. It's Tuesday. Tomorrow we all wear pink. Remember? Tomorrow, yeah. Tomorrow. <laughs> oh, I would need to see Mean Girls. Hey, adventure News. Uh, Nordic's earliest opening ever. So that's pretty cool. Uh, greenwashing is a problem. So this is a great story. Uh, one of my favorite brands, Rab. Rab is... They've got the solution to greenwashing, which is saying that you're an envi- and doing good things in, with the environment and your product, and the, but not really. And so what they're doing is they're putting on their tag, it's like a nutrition label that says exactly how much of this jacket, say, is actually recycled. And so, for instance, the fabric, 100% on the, um, uh, what jacket is this? It's a, I can't tell. It's a wrap jacket, but like the outer material, 100% lining, 100% insulation, 100%. But the zippers, 28%. Um, the what is that? Like the trim, something like that, 14%. And then the it also lists what is PFC 
and how much of it has those uh, floral carbons in it. And it says DWR PFC free, insulation PFC free, zips PFC free, trims PFC free. And what they're doing, I'm assuming, is that they know that their competitors are, are putting the little green, we're recycling on there, but it's like 10% or whatever. And so they're calling out competitors saying, look, we're going to put this nutrition. It literally looks like a nutrition label. And it goes down the list of here's what's been recycled. And when you buy this product, you know exactly what you're getting when it's a, when we say recycled, here's what's done, what it is and here's what it isn't. So, you know, you know it's, it's part of their, um, they have a corporate social responsibility person. And she said it is 10% or a hundred percent recycled material and what parts like that's what we need to know. So we're t she says, we're taking greenwashing and being as transparent as possible on just how green our products are. The new recycling accountability is part of RAB's net zero by 2030 initiative, but it's pretty sweet. So you can take the tag of the product that you want to buy and look at it and be like, oh, this is recycled, this isn't. And then you know. And um, they're basically, in a way, calling out others in the industry to do the same thing. So that's pretty cool. I think it's a good idea. I think there yeah. should be one other spot on there like the like the average age of the person that, that like sewed it as well. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yes. No, mm. I'm much being paid. very serious and how much, yeah, exactly. Yeah, what was their wage? 12. Yeah. Eight, That's it's old. those little fingers with the yeah. buttons. Yeah. That, yeah. No, it's horrible, wow. but that should be on that tag as well. Wow. Yeah, I, I love that idea mm. and I think more people should do that. Do you think yeah. they will? I don't. That's probably what yes. they're calling them out to do. Yes. How many people yeah. do you think are familiar with greenwashing in general, though. The, the outdoor industry is. Is, okay. Yeah, that was big in the but, 90s, too. But but you bring up a really good point, because here's the deal. We we go to, we meaning like an outdoor, local outdoor gear shops, we'll go to an outdoor retail show, and all the reps will say, here's our new jacket, and here's what we've done. Well, they didn't change anything, but what they've done is said, well, we'll we've got this recycled, this, or this, this is green here, this is, and they're really pushing that side of things. Well, guess what? In the real world, when people come shopping in your store, they never ask about that, like ever ask about that stuff. The industry cares, the, the competitors in the industry care, and, and it maybe helps to some people, but most people look at the brand. Is it North Face? Is it North Face? Is it Patagonia? Oh, it's not. Well, what's Rob? It must suck. What's Nerona? Oh, I never heard of Nerona before. What's Arcteryx? Like these really good made brands, but if they haven't, if it's not North Face or Patagonia, they basically don't, they don't care. And then it, does it look good? Do they like the color? Do they like the cut and the style? Those two things, brand and style, number one. And then if you can tell some sort of a, a green story behind it, then maybe that'll push you over the edge. But honest to God, working in an outdoor retailer for as many years as I have, most people do not care. The industry cares. Most shoppers don't care. Yeah, I can see that. I can see them trying to push a product on the retailers going, oh, this is, this." Is, I mean, it's just like, stop being BSing. We go into it. We tell we tell customers, yeah, this is recycle this. And they're like, oh, cool, you know. And then they'll buy. They don't care. They really don't care. Yeah. I can see that. I, I think just, it sucks. I was just, they don't, I was just curious. Yeah. No, that's a good question. Uh, finally, photokeratitis. Anybody? Photokeratitis. Carrots? Close. Close. What are carrots good for? Uh, vitamin K. Which is good for? Eyes. 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 Okay. Photokeratitis. Uh, it's not well known, uh, but you can sunburn your eyes. Cloud cover does not protect you from a sunburn. In fact, cloud cover the UV index when it's cloudy may, also, may be almost as high as whenever there's direct sunlight. And in the wintertime, you can sunburn your eyes really easy on the snow. Done it. So, yeah, it's bad. Uh, and it can lead to eye cancer later. It can really mess up your eyes. And so there's an article on unofficial networks that says, like, protect your eyes. Get the wraparound sunglasses if you can uh, when you're skiing. Because uh, even after 15 minutes, it can cause some damage to your eyes in on those bright, white, reflective days when the sun's out and it's, the snow's everywhere. Photokeratitis. Good advice. Well, Look at you looking out for yeah, us. Thank you. I mean, can you get eye cancer from staring at your 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 smartphone? Probably. I bet you can. Probably. It might. Yeah, that's up, that's, that's totally a point. thing. Yeah. Doom scrolling. <laughs> I think that's probably other things that are worse, even than the eye sights on that. So. Corey Davis, thanks for joining us. Ogden Avalanche. Thanks, Brandon. Yeah. And Todd, of course. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sam, <laughs> welcome to the family. Thank you so much. Yeah. Austin, 
you're back. You're back. Back in the hot seat. Yeah, this is my, Thanks for my hanging out. second or third show, maybe. Like, unofficial. Yeah. Well, you showed up once unofficial. uninvited. Does yeah. that count? Uninvited <laughs> one time. Just that was one oh, That's time. fun. Yeah. <laughs> that's but then I got invited you're back. You're more than so. welcome, and, Sam. And Sam Tuesday. was star yeah. of the show. <laughs> that was just like, wow, that's amazing. But uninvited guests are fun, too. So thanks yeah. for that. I was the guy drinking in the corner <laughs> that day. <laughs> I'm just glad you weren't the guy urinating in the corner, because that was weird. That was <laughs> that happened oh, the well, day. you know. <laughs> Oh, on that Only note. Ogden. Yeah. Oh, well. Thank you, Bandy and Juan, for powering today's episode of the Ogden Arts and Adventure Show. Listen and subscribe to Ogden Arts and Adventure on YouTube. We've had that YouTube channel for like 12 years, but I just haven't posted anything for 10 of those 12 years. So <laughs> we started three weeks ago posting stuff. Look for us on Facebook. Subscribe now. Get on the ground floor of that. Ground floor. Yeah, we're oh, like God. 20 or so yeah that number is gonna skyrocket, skyrocket very soon yeah you can say you i was the 25th yeah exactly. uh, instagram apple podcast spotify the banding collective.com podbean app for android and iphones dm us if you want to chat with us or be on the show at it's ogden adventure still on our instagram uh this week's outdoor jukebox speaking of youtubes our van sessions youtube we just started that a few months ago and that's at 95 subscribers and so that's how subscribe to the youtube and you could be our 100th subscriber on youtube which would be pretty sweet um i'm gonna go to this camera angle here so we can get alex to get a photo of us which is pretty cool this week's outdoor jukebox is pocket full of mud two-headed trout on van sessions this will be out today i believe <laughs>
Thank you, everybody. Thank you.